Let's hear from Anna Elias about her brand new novel, The Vessels. DaleWileyShow.com because there was something in the water in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, don't forget me. I'm Brenda Lee, and we're all going to have fun tonight on Oh God Jubilee! the Missouri Music Podcast, hosted by music fan and the founder of Slewfoot Records, Mr. Dale Wiley. So I'm talking today to my friend, Anna Elias, who's got a new novel out, and we just want to hear everything about you. And so start with, how did you get interested in writing? Hey Dale, it's uh, it's nice to meet you. Um, so, I, and I'm sorry, I'm I'm on my cell phone, so sometimes I may ask you to repeat a question. Sure. Uh, so, you were asking me how I came about writing the vessels. Yes, how'd you get into it? Well, it, it's my first novel, and right. it truly is my <laughs> my first novel. Um, right. I my background is in film production. I right. after I went to college I, I got into being you know, working on a TV series and studio feature films as a crew member in the locations department. I was a manager and assistant manager. Okay. And I loved the telling of stories that I really learned working on movies. And then right. I was attracted to screenplays and I wanted to learn how to write scripts and I started doing that. And then I, you know, I've always had a love of novels. I've, I'm a voracious reader and um, I guess maybe I never considered myself as, I don't know, maybe qualified enough or I, I wasn't sure right. I could do a novel. Um, I was very c- comfortable in script writing and I, right. I certainly knew filmmaking. So that was a, that was an area that, that was kind of a comfort zone. But this story, The Vessels, I was actually going to the bookstore to work on one of my script ideas. Right. And I just heard this voice in my head say, pick up your pen. Wow. And the floodgates opened. And I I had kind of had some ideas circling, but I couldn't really put them together until this moment. Okay. And How so, long did it take? Um, well, this this came to me nine years ago. Okay. So it's been a nine-year journey. Uh, and when right. it came to me, it came big. So I knew it was going to be a, a series of some kind, um, a trilogy, most right. most likely. Uh-huh. So, but, I, but most importantly, I knew it had to be a book. And I, never having been a novelist before, I, I was a little bit shocked by that. Right. And so I followed my nose down that you know, rabbit hole and... Nine years later, I, I have a book, and it has had a bit of a journey, and I've had wonderful, wonderful editors and a fantastic publisher with right. Vesuvian and Italia, my, my manager. I'm sure you, yes. know, you know how wonderful Italia can be. Well, 
I remember yes, yes. that you were at the St. <laughs> Louis conference that, that my kids and I were at in 2015, and I, I met Italia there, and so how did you meet her? Um, she actually, I, I had a, a writing friend, a screenwriting friend. I was taking a an online course at the time, uh-huh. and this friend of mine, um, Marie is her name, she was in the class. And so we met over screenwriting. We were, you know, telling, you know, kind of giving each other notes and feedback. And it was a fairly long course. So we were in it for a while. And we sort of became friendly. And I said, well, you know, Marie, you write scripts, but you also have got all these books. And like, what do you do? What's your story, right? So she shared with me, she had a manager and she had published these books. And so I said, well, do you think your manager might be interested in hearing what I've got because I, I have this new book. And so she said, well, let me ask. And that was Italia. That's how the door wow. opened. And I was very fortunate that Italia had availability and she liked some of my ideas and concepts and she loved the idea for the vessels and, and yeah. the rest is sort of history. Well, and before we talk about that, how did, how did the whole, how did um, you get, because Italia says you have great, stories about the film stuff that you were on. <laughs> yeah, I guess you kind of can't do that and have a few tales from the road. Um, <laughs> but I but I do. Um, so I'm assuming you'd like me to share a, a tale? Sure, of, yeah. Of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. I, I think one of my most favorite tales has to do with a movie that um, it was an adaptation of John Grisham's book, A Time to Kill. Right. And what we, role did you play in that? Um, at that time, I was working as a location manager and assistant manager. Okay. And I was working with the man that, that ultimately I married, but at that time we wow. were just working together. And so uh-huh. our the location department goes in first to a community, any community, right. and sure. kind of paves the way, right? So you meet all the local, you know, film office people or the local mayor and, and officials, the police department, you meet the, you're the one that knocks on doors of homes and businesses to sure. ask people to consider letting you film there. You're, you're that department. Yeah. And then immediately behind you are the 200 people of the film crew who are, <laughs> yeah. are going to follow you in. Right. Uh-huh. So we had, um, my husband did at that time, again, my, my associate, um, but he had, he had found this really wonderful community of Canton, Mississippi, which would be a, an ideal setting for the book, for the, for the movie. Right. And what he didn't know is when he went in to knock on the doors and introduce himself, the town had just gone through a very, very difficult, divisive election for their mayor. And the county and the town, you know, it's it's deep south, uh, very racially divided at the time. And this was the first African-American mayor that had, you know, run for election. And it's a county that was, you know, 70 percent African-American. So when she didn't win, it became a huge bone of contention. And they had to go back in and they called the National Guard. And it was threats of violence. And the Klan was marching in the street. It was just a a big, big thing that really happened to this town. And they did a recount and it turned out, yes, indeed, actually she did win. And then that was the first um, African-American mayor. Um, 
So anyway, not long after that, Scott goes in and he says, hi, everybody. I'm doing this uh, here, this John Grisham novel. And, uh, you know, it's it, you may know the story. It's about this little African-American girl that she gets attacked by these two white boys and then her father shoots them. And then we have this big trial and all the sure. clan and the National Guard, you know, I'm like, right. he's telling them. <laughs> and they're just looking at him like, oh, God, no. Not <laughs> we just went through this. Yes. So thankfully, we're very fortunate that they were willing to let us in. Uh-huh. And we, as a film company, were very, very embracing and were very kind and were very equitable. So right. we made sure, as as the location department, that everybody was treated fairly. So if you were a black business owner or a white business owner, it didn't matter. We, we bought, we ate lunch, we shopped, we... Sure you know, built built our sets. We did everything we could with a very, very equitable footprint. And what happened was, and this is why it's just such a, a story that I love to tell, is that over the course of the six months that we were there, um, the town changed. And the cool. film was the pivot point. Because cool. we would, you know, we hired a lot of local people. We hired... Yeah extras of you know that we needed we needed extras of of every you know age group we needed um african-americans we needed you know we needed white people to be on and and we divided them i mean you're going to sit here you're going to sit there in terms of on camera but when you're off camera we had them you know in one big room and everybody kind of mixed together and they started talking and oh your child likes to dance my child likes to dance and oh you go to that doctor i go to this doctor you know and they started talking and then the town really a lot of walls started breaking down and we instigated some of that but some of that happened very naturally when people were thrown into this very odd you know situation which is the movie right and so by the time that, you know, as as things moved on and, and we were deep into filming and kind of getting even a little bit, not toward the end, but, but certainly well into the filming, Dan Rather heard about it. And he uh-huh. was doing 48 hours at the time. And so he came down and he was like, hmm, so is this true? Is this what I'm, you know, really what I'm hearing? Is this happening? And he would right. interview, he interviewed all the local people, he interviewed film crew, he interviewed the, the townspeople, and what he learned, he was coming down just to do a one-hour a one show, and what he learned was things had changed so much, and, and it was such an interesting uh, dynamic that he did a two-part special. Wow. And it was really like the New South, you know, and that, it, by the time we left, it was the first time I worked on a, a goodly number of feature films, and I... I never, ever had a town give us a thank you video, but they wow. did. It was so special. And we stayed in touch with, with the people there for many, many years. I went back there. In fact, they invited me back to do My Dog Skip because I knew the wow. town's people so well. That's cool. So, yeah, really great story. I, I, I love telling it, but I living it was just like living, uh, watching change happen, just, just yeah. watching people get along get past what divides them and honor their differences and, and yet get along. I, it was great. It was great. Definitely. And so now tell me about the vessels. So the vessels is, um, I have a real passion for social justice. Right. And so the vessels, it, it's sort of a supernatural 
science fiction thrill ride okay. that has a heart for social justice. Okay. And it's almost like you take Victor Hugo's Les Mis sort of social commentary, but you wrap it in a Dan Brown thriller. <laughs> and right. that, that's sort of, oh, I guess, yeah. how this came came into into be. But right. um, the story is we have a, four very disparate, broken people kind of at the end of their own personal life rope, right. if you will. Right. And they have a chance to to become vessels for this brand new program. It's the fifth in the world, but the first in, you know, in North America. And they become human hosts for spirits that okay. come back. And the spirits can be from any time period, any era. They can be any age. You know, they could, they could be anything. And they pick their vessel, and they take the vessel on a journey to go back and find a loved one from their past and they are going to right wrongs, restore love, find forgiveness, that kind right. of thing. So for the most part, that's what happens. But then you, as the rogue spirit of a serial killer returns on his okay. third and final chance to make things right. But being inside of a human body again, the spirits are able to tap the human ills and sins and bigotries and fears that, that we have, right? So right. their journeys are limited to seven days for that reason, but this particular spirit, he's overwhelmed once again by the human feelings, and he goes rogue, and he now wants to, you know, he's got he's got a very dark, evil mission of finding the woman that, that killed him and, and, you know, take care of her. <laughs> so his journey through the book uh, is that journey, and um, and it does it does force the hand of the vessel that that has him. So that's all I'm going to tell you. But there, <laughs> it tells us that we humans, you know, we we have dark corners. We really do. We have great corners and we have dark corners. And what do we choose to do with either? Yeah. And that's sort of the that. overriding question right. of the book. And so let's make sure to say where they could get this book. Absolutely. Um, well, at Amazon. And Barnes and Noble online, those for sure. There's Kindle versions. Um, right. Certainly, uh, that that would probably be the best way. You can you can find it, you know, to like it on Goodreads and learn more about it. Um, like, and I know it was this week that it released. It was brand new. Yes, I right? mean it just released two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> it is absolutely hot off the presses that way. Right. And so what does it feel like to have it in your hands? Oh my gosh. I, I it's like <laughs> having a new baby. You know, it's it's yeah. in a way it's just absolutely wonderful and a little bit I'm in a little bit of disbelief <laughs> yeah. of having it done and out there and I'm already getting some wonderful feedback from people who've either, you know, they got it, they ordered it, yeah. ordered it, they're now reading it and it's gotten some really good reviews so far, um, so I'm happy about that. And yeah, yeah it's just yeah, a, it's a good press, definitely. <laughs> and you know, right? You've you've yes. a couple of books yourself, <laughs> there, I, I believe. I'm sure so I have. You know, yes. you know that joy that comes with having it uh, completed. And oh, now yeah. it is, it's a planned series. So I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm trying to strap myself to the desk, and, you know, enough hours in the week to write the next one. And I'm making headway. <laughs> but, right. And so before we go, praise Italia. Tell me about Italia. 
Italia is amazing. Um, she is, I, well, first of all, I'm convinced she never sleeps. Right. I'm just <laughs> absolutely convinced. We all are. I don't, I don't know how she could and do all the things that she does. Well, you know that the Luz Marino told me that she thinks, he thought that she's a head in a jar and she just <laughs> is all these different places. I'm like, I don't know because I met her, but, you know, just think whatever you want. Yeah, well, you know, it, I can see where, where you would, somebody would think that. She's just yes. like always there, always on. She's got a million wonderful ideas. Right. I can hit her from any direction and she'll have an answer for me or she'll know where to send me. Um, yes. She's she's there to talk about not only the, the current, you know, book or, or situation, but she's thinking ahead. She's just, she's just amazing that way. Yes. And I'm just impressed with, you know, the slow and steady pace that this whole crazy idea is, is gaining and it's going to get done. Just telling you. Yep. I mean, it's really fantastic. Well, thank you. I I didn't quite hear the tail end of that last thing you said. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's okay. I said that I'm just so impressed with her idea to start this amazing company, and I'm glad that I get to play a part in it. Oh, gosh. Yes, Vesuvian. Uh, Yes. Well, they're brilliant. They are because any, you know, especially in this environment, um, internet, intellectual properties, IPs, and you know the the adaptation world is really kind of where it's at. So for authors who write books to also have a built-in place to go to consider them as a as a film or a TV property right. is, is sheer time. brilliance. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think right. I I think they really tapped onto something there that that is going to serve them well. It's certainly going to serve their authors well. And, um, and I, I love Boilermaker, you know, Lewis and Phil are, are yes. amazing. Well, you know, and that's one of the things they all just need to keep going because we're almost at the finish line. If they don't know it, they probably don't know it, but we're doing all the stuff we need to do to get big hits out of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, it just, it's a, it's, you know, it's a, all about the journey. I don't know that we ever actually get there because <laughs> it right. seems like we yeah. we pull the plow and then we take a break and we pull the plow some more. I mean, it right. seems more sure. like that than and when the day ends and you you know you know in the morning you're going to go back and and there's more field to to go. Right. But sure. it's a journey, and I think everybody involved is is willing to embrace that journey and to commit to the journey and to do the best they can on the journey, which is great for all of us, you know, because yeah. we all have sort of that same mindset. That's right. And I, you know, I just think this is going to be fun because I agree that she is awesome and she needs a lot of attention to appraise what she needs because I just think she's so very cool. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. All right. <laughs> Couldn't agree and more. So what website is that? That's the Suvian. Do you have an author website or what's I do, I do, and this is an easy one, Uh, Anna M. Elias. It's basically my name right off the book cover, AnnaMElias.com. Okay, all right. So everybody knows where to get it, and thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about this stuff. Well, thank you for inviting me, Dale. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. DaleWileyShow.com.